Welcome to the Enjoying Pregnancy, Birth, and Babies podcast. I am Sheridan, and I have been a childbirth educator and birth doula since 2006. I am so happy that you are here today. I want you to know that you can get access to two wonderful freebies when you sign up for my newsletter at enjoybirth.com. First, I have the wonderful Know Your Options childbirth course that's completely online and immediately accessible, and also a free ebook called The Top Three Tips to Enjoy Birth. I'm so excited to share these great resources with you. Just hop on over to enjoybirth.com to sign up for the newsletter and you can get instant access. Also know that you can follow me on Instagram at enjoybirth. Today, I want to share a story with you of someone named Angela who changed her obstetrician 48 hours before her birth. And it's going to be two parts. This part is explaining what happened before that inspired her to change. And then the second part will actually be her birth story. So she took a lot of steps to try and create the ideal birth for her, and it required a lot of work on her part. And I'm really proud of the choices that she made because they were what was right for her. It's not necessarily that that would be the correct choice for everyone, but for Angela, it was the correct choice. I just finished the hospital tour of the place where we will be birthing as of now. While they say it is a patient-centered and focuses on the patient experience, it is a very standard rule, they treat you like you are a sick patient type of hospital, and did not seem very natural friendly. I am sure it would have been a better experience if I had a private tour, but no matter how many people I asked, they said it is not allowed and not even done by request, so this was my only option. I took in my sheet of questions and asked everyone, even though some were laughed at. I didn't think softening the lights in the birthing room would be so funny and awkward of an idea, but it gave all of the nurses at the nursing station a laugh. I didn't appreciate their approach to answering my questions, even though I asked them calm and nicely. Luckily, I was able to keep a strong bubble of peace through all of the guide's comments of pain management and C-sections, etc., and all of the other standard procedures that are done on all patients and babies. A few questions for those of you that have used hypnobabies in hospital births. We have given our birth preferences to our doctor, and it has been scanned into my file. We will also be taking copies with us to the hospital, as well as all of our hypnobabies papers for the nurses. I have also been discussing them with all of the doctors in the practice, since I don't really know who will be on call when the birthing time begins. A few questions on how to approach the hospital. 1. They say no video cameras allowed, but I would like to video the birthing. Any ideas on who I should talk to or what can be done to make an exception? 2. They say only ice chips and water during birthing time. I would like to at least have some juice. The lady giving the tour said that pretty much anything that smells of food or other drinks would make you throw up. Should I talk with my doctor about juices and have them sign a note or something to add to my file? 3. They showed us the bed area for birthing and the bed position for birthing, lying on your back with the feet up, and said this is the way it's done. They do have a birth ball type of thing, but should I just take my own instead? Also, I'm looking at seeing if I can rent a birth stool somewhere. Anyone know if those types of things are available? So this is from a post that a mom had made on our HypnoBabies Yahoo group years ago, um, this experience. And so I just want to reply to some of her things. 
It's interesting to see that each hospital really does have their own different rules and regulations, and some hospitals allow video cameras and some don't. So it's tricky to figure that out, but good to know ahead of time, especially earlier in your pregnancy, so you can make the decision where you want to birth. I do talk about ice chips and waters um, only during my class, Know Your Options class, which is available for free for my newsletter subscribers. So if you have questions about that, you can go ahead and subscribe to my newsletter and take the Know Your Options class, as well as pushing positions. I cover that as well. So back to Angela's post. The important thing is I have a wonderful husband and support team and a group of doctors that is open and interested in my hypnobirthing approach. The doctor I met with today has heard about using hypnosis during childbirth, but has never seen it. It seems like I may be a first for this practice, and one of the first, if not the first, to use it in childbirth at the hospital. Here goes for trailblazing a path for future hypnomoms. Any advice or encouragement, I appreciate. And then she signs her name Angela, and she wrote this at 38 weeks and 3 days. Here is her follow-up post, which she made at 40 weeks in one day, so about two weeks later, a little bit less. I have had a bit of a busy and overwhelming couple of days. My due date was the 13th, which was yesterday. I had a checkup last Thursday with my doctor, and she said me and the baby were healthy. I had shown her my birth preferences, and while she said she was superstitious about planning anything, she would be okay with what I desired. That was about a month ago. Since there are five doctors in the practice, I made my rounds and hadn't seen her in over a month. So back to Thursday morning. Me and baby are healthy. She checked my cervix and it was quote unquote hard, even though two weeks prior it was softening by another doctor's standards. So she wanted me to go directly to the hospital to be admitted, started on an IV, then Friday they would insert Cervidel into my cervix to soften it, and then start a Pitocin drip on Saturday to deliver Sunday through Monday. I was in shock and felt ambushed. I told her calmly, I respect your medical opinion, but you want me to be in the hospital for three days prior to induction, then you want to induce? No, thank you. I asked again if there was anything wrong with me or the baby, and she said no, but it is practice policy to induce by or prior to the due date. And she proceeded to tell me about how I am putting my life and my baby's life at risk, and that it would be my fault if anything happened to the baby in the womb because I wouldn't agree to the induction. Now I had met with the chief OB the week before, showing her my preferences, and she said they wouldn't mention induction until 41 weeks. And now they are saying that I misunderstood and that only by specific request will they not induce prior to the due date. So she finally agreed after I told her no to inducing this week to put off the induction until Wednesday the 16th, where she said my cervix will still not be ready so they would like to start an IV on the 15th to induce by the 16th or 17th. I was not a happy mommy to be. My husband was at work in California and I was in Arizona, and my family members in town were not supportive of my decision to at least give myself the chance for a natural birth. My sister-in-law delivered at this practice with a scheduled induction one week prior to her due date because they were worried about baby distress, and she has regretted the induction ever since. It was a hard and highly medicated birth that lasted for days. So, I cried a lot. I called my husband and my parents, who have been very supportive from afar and they were all upset by the news. I also had random friends calling to check on me, so I thank God for wonderful people in my life who listen to their gut on when to call 
and give words of encouragement in support of me and my husband's decisions. At this point, I was ready to deliver at home with my mom, who's a RN, in my bathtub. But I prayed about it, and thanks to hypnobabies, remained calm overall and thought through my options. Home birth, change of doctors, change of hospitals. Thursday night, I called all of the midwives on this side of town, all three of them, and one called me back and said she'd be glad to help out, but our insurance wouldn't cover the costs, and we had literally one week or less to come up with the money and supplies needed for a home birth. She also gave me the name of the only midwife doctor practice in the area that's about 35 minutes away that delivers at a hospital. Friday morning, I called that midwife's office and told them my situation, and they were horrified. They talked with the midwife, and she agreed to meet me at lunch on Friday to make sure me and my baby were okay, as well as taking me on as a patient, even though the due date was Sunday. What an amazing blessing. I met with her on Friday afternoon. Baby is healthy. I had high blood pressure upon arrival, but after an hour talk with the midwife, it was back to normal. I also found out the most natural-friendly hospital where she delivers the majority of her babies is Phoenix Baptist, and they even have jacuzzi tubs. And while they don't officially do water births, she said, hey, if you happen to be in the tub when the pushing phase begins, I'm not going to make you move. I'll just hop in with you. So here I am with a midwife in a natural-friendly hospital, and I am confident that me and my baby are going to have a wonderful birthing experience. Thank you to the Hypno Babies. And for all the wonderful stories and encouragement, I would never have had the knowledge or confidence to stand up to a doctor and change doctors and hospital just prior to the birth of my first baby if it were not for you. I'll let you know when she arrives along with the wonderful and perfect birth story for us. Right now, we are 40 weeks in one day, but she's my first, so I know she will come at our perfect time. Then she got a lot of positive responses from her email. And she has this follow-up email from the next day. Thank you for all your encouraging words. It makes me smile, and we are so happy with the change. The head OB at the practice called me from her home on Saturday and left me a message asking me to call her back on my cell. My brother-in-law is the head neurologist in the area, and she is one of his good friends. They also serve on several large medical boards here in the Phoenix West Valley. So he called her and told her I was unhappy and that I must have misunderstood what the doctor was saying about the induction. He thought I misunderstood and me and the baby were in danger and he wanted me to go to the emergency room. I'm glad I have a strong husband who says no thank you to his brother. We told him we had already met with another doctor and all was okay. He is the one who also had his wife induced at this practice that I mentioned previously. So I called the head OB back yesterday to explain what happened. I told her the story, and she said, Well, you must have misunderstood me in our meeting two weeks ago. We may honor certain patient requests to not induce prior to the due date on certain occasions, but it is our practice policy with all patients to induce by or prior to the due date. She is the one who told me and my husband two weeks ago that they would not consider induction until after 41 weeks. So this practice is not upfront about their practice policies, and to me, they were not exactly honest with me and my questions and requests. She also told us in the same appointment to stay home as long as possible during birthing time, knowing all along that it would be unlikely that I would even make it to that point, since all along they planned to induce prior to the due date. Realistically, they were not even going to give me a chance. So I just told her on the phone, thank you for taking care of me that for the past few months, but I will be delivering elsewhere because your practice does not align with our philosophies and desires for birthing our baby. I just wish I would have known this earlier. She said, well, I'm sorry it didn't work out. 
And that was it. I just wanted to fill you in on the post-conversation with the owner and head OB of that practice. We will be writing a letter and I will be sharing my story with a fellow moms in the Valley. So this was kind of long, so I want to go ahead and end this podcast here. And next week, I'll be sharing her birth story. Thanks for listening today, and please take a moment to share this podcast with your friends who might also be expecting. Remember, you can hop over to enjoybirth.com, get access to the Know Your Options childbirth course, my free ebook. Also, you can get a coupon for 15% off HypnoBabies products in my newsletter as well. Enjoy! Enjoy!